I'd like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land which I record from, land of which sovereignty was never ceded. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, and you are listening to Getting Higgy With It. 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 Hi everybody, welcome back to Getting Higgy With It, a show where we talk all things comfort. My name is Claudia and it is so lovely to be recording another episode, I'm really excited. <laughs> this is our first episode after, you know, Sydney's lockdown. It's so lovely to be out again. So nice to talk to people face to face and not on FaceTime. Yeah, it's been a really fun time. It's been, it's been a really hectic couple of weeks. Been catching up with a lot of people, meeting a whole lot of new people. Um, yeah, it just feels really nice to fulfill my naturally human instincts to be around people. Yeah. Um, this week's episode, I'm talking to my friend Jake who um, wanted to be on the podcast and I'm always looking for people to come on. So I was thrilled when he mentioned that he wanted to come on or that he said he was like been thinking about a song. Um, we talked about Steely Dan's Do It Again and yeah, talked about why it was his favourite song or why he keeps coming back to it. And I'm so excited for you to listen to it. But yeah, let's, let's, let's jump into it <laughs> hello hi jake hey claudia how are you going um, very very good yes yeah it's very nice thank you for doing this this is this is our second take that's right perfection um, you know perf- takes practice yeah literally you can't rush per- perfection no, you can't. And Apple really will make really sure that that happens. It will stop recording the audio on my side. We had some technical we difficulties. Oh, uh, hello, folks. We're having some technical difficulties. Hold the line, on the line. please. <laughs> Let's get that little cat. It's hanging yeah. on, hanging there. Also, Claudia, um, I, I brought you a gift yeah. for this podcast. Oh, wow! Getting higgy with it. Oh my god, with Jake. Claudia. Yeah. Well, that is so funny because I too oh, brought wow. you a gift. Oh, thank you. Oh my god, ready? This little getting my little piggy with it. Getting Jackie with it. And Claudia with it. Getting Steely Dan with it. Yeah. Wow, that is a, I, I have to yeah. say, Claudia, that is a, a fantastic looking kazoo that you have there as well. Thank you. It's a very pretty kazoo. It's, it's blue. It's got some stars on it. Wow. It from my very work. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. Top of the range, you know? Here again. Top of the range kazoo. We have nothing but the best equipment. If you've got a kazoo, you've got to get yourself a good kazoo. <laughs> Right? None of this plastic stuff. You want a metal kazoo with a good resonator. Yeah. 
number one. Where where does the kazoo originate from? That is something I'd like to know as well. We can't I answer all these really today. But, um, <laughs> Those are, we, we, we only have so many hours in the day. I know, I know. Kazoo instrument. I did read there was we have a we stock a couple of kazoos at my work, and one of, on the packaging of one of them it said it's the world's silliest instrument, which I really appreciated. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't agree. I, well, I can understand <laughs> the bit of silliness, but if it's used right, if it's used effectively, I think it's got um, massive potential. I still don't think we've seen oh. the kazoo used to its full potential. Really? I still don't. I, don't I mean, think... come on. The, the kazoo in Sundown Syndrome, Tommy Impala. Oh, okay. I don't know. Kazoo's... <laughs> I just have this like tuner tuning fork thing. So it's a really What lame... would you say is the world's silliest instrument? Oh. Um, if, you know that one that you hold kazoo. and you tap it and the ball hits that wood block and it goes. <laughs> what are you talking You know the one I'm talking about? You hold it and it's got like, it looks like a cowbell and then a ball on top and you smack it and it goes. <laughs> No, that okay. sounds great though. I think next time we should bring one of those on. That's probably the most useless instrument, in my opinion. Or what about? Do you remember that that um that tube that has the that does like the <laughs> No, you mean like a rain what? stick? Yes, but no, 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 oh. no, 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 not I, like a rain stick. But it has like you could get them at like intensity when they were like around or something, and you go. You twist it up and then it goes. You know what? I can't. I can't say no that one. It sounds like a a combination of the rain (laughs) instrument and then a vuvuzela. You remember they used a vuvuzela? Yeah, remember in Rio, Rio, everyone was like, "It's like a trumpet, but it only does one note." (laughs) One note. yeah. Sad. Wah, wah, wah. Can't even do that. It's just wah, wah, wah. It's just. <laughs> it's just flat. <laughs> yeah, it's just flat. No rage. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, people are like, uh, come again? The kazoo was founded, invented in the 1840s and first wow. presented to the world at the Georgia State Fair in 1852. Man drops straight As, fire in 1940. Yeah, literally. That's when that's when history began, I think, in 1852. So we've had kazoos longer than we've had cars. <laughs> and Yet how much development has there been in a kazoo? Yeah, literally. None. I don't think... But then again, I think that's the beauty. You can't really... Like, it's in its purest and most That's advanced right. state and it always perfect has design. been and it always will be. It's a perfect That's, design. That's right. <laughs> Simplicity wins over Yeah, literally. <laughs> if it's not broken, don't fix it. That's right. Oh, my God. Well, thank you so much for coming on and doing this and recording it a second time <laughs> with You're me. You're very welcome. This is my lifelong um, dream. Lifelong. Yes, lifelong dream. You're fulfilling your... your to share a... To finally dip my toes into the um, lukewarm water of the podcasting world. Or the post through getting higgy with it. 
through getting heggy with it. So let's first things first. Do you want to introduce a song? What about? Tell me about it. Tell me the name. How does it make you feel? Tell me everything. I would love you to like about the song. So, yeah. So the song I have picked today, um, I guess you could call it my. Could you call it? I, I hate the term your favorite song of all time because I feel like it's too limiting. I think a lot of people say that these days. Like you know, I don't really have one favorite song. But in saying that, the closest I could get in thinking about this, and I've thought about it a lot, um, the song is uh, Do It Again by the lovely Steely Nan. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a jazz um, Latin dad rock moment, but, yeah, you know, it goes all the way home. Like, it's, it's fantastic. It can be used in so many settings and um, it, it came about from like dad's influence he's a big dan fan you know mm-hmm. grew up in the 70s you know plenty of dan in there <laughs> i know well, but um <laughs> can it yeah it's it's funny i feel like if you say you're a dan fan not there's not many dan fans around okay i had i, I hadn't heard of steel dan until this song you show me this song right right so this is the first time of you meeting a dan fan and maybe yeah. I've converted you to being a Dan fan yourself. It's been it's been a big week in in the prophecy of Dan Dan fans, I think, yeah. across Sydney's and West. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's a revelation. <laughs> there's there's people who'll be listening to this going, wait, there's another one? A Dan fan? Whoa! I thought what? they were extinct. I thought I was the only one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. No one knows this song, man. Dude, it's like, it's like my knows song. This. <laughs> But alas, it is a very underrated um, and fantastic song. It's mm-hmm. like the first song off their debut album, Can't Buy a Thrill, 1972. Picture this, Claudia. You're there. <laughs> Your hair, if you are both a man and a woman, is probably down to your waist most likely. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, you're, you're listening. You've got a bit of Dan fan on on the, on the record player. And this comes on. First song, first album. Like, I love those songs. An artist's first album, their first song. And it is the first mm-hmm. song on the album as well, too. I think it might have been the first single. Um, it's just amazing to hear, like, an artist come out with what is at the start their most, like, produced and slick song at the time. But then when you look mm-hmm. back on it later, it's, like, their most raw. Mm-hmm. So... But I'm fascinated by debut songs off debut albums. That's so nice. For that reason, it's just like the first the world's ever heard them and yeah. being a part of that. Like I think about so many other debut albums, like just rattling off a few, like you listen to Led Zeppelin's first album and the first song on there mm-hmm. is um, Good Times, Bad Times. And it's mm. like you hear that play and that is so amazing. It's the first thing they ever put out. It's like... Get out of here. Amazing. <laughs> 10 out of 10. They get out of here. after that song and they still remain <laughs> just as great. That's so nice. I'd never really thought of looking at um, debut album because I always think about um, Bowie and like I've always been, I like, I'm really into him, but 
I always get into not intimidated, but I'm always like, there's so much to like sort through and mm. so many other artists who have I had like their, like the longevity of their career has just gone on and on, but it's so nice. I don't know. I've never really thought about music for older artists like that, where you go to their first album and it's like, that's the first time that anybody, yeah. Like the first piece of work that they put out. That's really nice thought process you've got yeah i just think it's a really interesting exercise if you know an artist well but you haven't gone back to their first stuff and i'm not one of those people who's like oh you don't know them do you know yeah it's like i just think it's really interesting (laughs) because it's you can see how they yeah you know how they develop as an artist and i love seeing that um Mm. in people like i think about other really good debut albums like strokes debut album amazing like ridiculously yeah for sure yeah, um, definitely. Just all I'm I'm obsessed by debut albums even more so recently. And cool. Yeah, like I said, the first track. Got a bit of punch, got a bit of <clears throat> oh, got a kick. Got a bit of <laughs> kick, bit of spice. And you said before that being a Dan fan influenced from your dad. Do you have mm. any like specific memories attached to to this song in particular yeah definitely so i mean we do an annual road trip to see his parents up in queensland um pretty much every year we were younger we'd all pile in the car and um dad would always be on music until we were kind of old enough to you know select ourselves but we just like to listen to Mm -hmm. what he was on he was the music programmer and we got exposed to a lot of things like heard the eagles for the first time um, heard the Bee Gees for the first time, like a lot of older stuff, mm-hmm. of course, but it was really fantastic. And then he, one year he played this song or played this album. And I just remember it was like, you hear that song come on and you're like, wow, this is cool. And you didn't at that age have any knowledge about genre mm. or whatever, or how it was composed yeah. or any history about what kind of music this is, but it was just a song that totally stuck with me and then has ever since been used cool. in different environments with different people and taken on constantly taking on new meaning and new memories which is pretty cool that a song can do that yeah definitely is it do, do you have a favorite setting to put this song on mm. like does it i mean it's not a very g-up song but it's like you said how it's like quite relaxing and do you like yeah. Well, the What's first your favorite, like when you're driving or... Yeah, well, the first setting, I probably can't talk about where I like to play it in the first setting, but the second setting <laughs> where I like to play it a lot is definitely <laughs> at, like, you know, a good low-key party with your friends. Cool. You know, it, just as it's getting dark, this comes on. It's a bit of that twilight, you know. The night crawlers start to come out and it's that cool. groovy... But it's also the lyrics are kind of that mix between, you know, that very sarcastic and a little bit, yeah, it's just, it's just got that really nice light and shade, not in, only in the music and in the instrumentation, but in, in the lyrics, you know, and, and what they're saying. Yeah, it's really for cool. sure. Does a song bring you comfort? Do you think? Yeah, definitely. I think there's a bit of childhood comfort in there somewhere. Okay. Um, yeah. But I would say just mainly it's, you know, just its vibe can really calm you down or really just, you know, bring you up in, in the best kind of way that's not like some rager, but it's just yeah. 
It's just got legs. It's got groove. <laughs> got legs of sand on. <laughs> it's got legs of sand on. I feel like groove is a very underrated thing these days, Claudia. People go for lots of things, but groove can sometimes really be forgotten. Really? I think groove's making making a comeback. I love that sort of, yeah, disco-y type of era of music that I think, I don't know, not... It's, like, people still, I think, acknowledge... I, I love disco and that whole sort of mm. era. So, yeah, I think Groove needs to come back a little bit more. Totally. Totally. But that's, I guess, where, you know, this music memory comes from is... Yeah, to answer your question, I definitely would say it, it is a kind of calming song. But it's so versatile mm-hmm. and that's, that's why I've gravitated towards it. Yeah. And if we were on that proverbial desert island you know <laughs> um you know with only a select few bits of music to listen to it uh-huh. would definitely be this six minutes you've got basically like a sitar solo in there you've got some keys in there they all have a bit of a you know it's all of these moments going on everywhere <laughs> it's just fabulous you know it is great. I love it. I was listening to it all this morning, brushing my teeth to it, getting into a rhythm. I appreciated that that frog instrument, which we tried to find before in the early mm. recording, but we still don't know the name of it. It's kind of that little... I don't know if you can hear that. Yes, that's exactly what it is. What is that? Do you have one? No, it's just a pen that's got a little bit of like a grip thing on it. like A little bit of a... Yeah, I used to have one, funnily enough. But, um, yeah, I think it got broken, the old frog guy. Oh, rest in peace. My condolences. (laughs) But, yeah, I like the percussion in it, too, as well. Like, it's got that constantly evolving, you know, groove that just is like a freight train. It just keeps on chugging, you know? It's just grooving away in the background, no matter what the others do. It's great. Yeah. Did you have any, like, um, other influence from your dad's music maybe when you were little? Like, how you said the Bee Gees and Dan, and were there any other particular ones that have sort of stuck? Totally, yeah. Like, I remember, Dad used to play us all kinds of music. Um, I remember, when we were younger, it was, it was funny because, uh, like, a, a Dad would play us, at least when we were pretty little, he'd play us, like, Credence Clearwater, you know? And we'd listen okay. to like the whole of Credence Clearwater Revivals albums. And then we'd listen to mm-hmm. Bowie. We'd listen to Bob Dylan. We'd listen to all this old stuff. Um, and so, yeah, that definitely has influenced, obviously, my music taste because that's the kind of thing I grew up with. You know, you talk to mm-hmm. like I remember kids at school, they'd be like, oh, I know this song. And I never knew any new music because I'd be like, oh, do you guys know like Credence Clearwater? They're like, mm. who? You know? It's so Ew. funny because they yeah, Ew, Ew, that's like, oh. But it was, like, amazing for, like, yeah, my musical, you know, development was to listen to all these, thankfully, these great lyricists, these great songwriters. Cool. Um, yeah. These great bands, all these people. But it's fa- yeah. definitely dad's musical influence. Um, but I also do remember my earliest music memories actually in the car with my mum and it's dancing in the moonlight. You know that song? <gasps> oh. 
We get it on seven nine. Amazing. So that's actually my first musical memory, which isn't as cool as, say, Credence or Steely Dan. I try to make it out uh, that way, but I have to be totally honest. It's my earliest music memory is, um, yeah, dancing in the That's so good. So, I remember pop. I was driving with my mum. I think some of my was either Tina Arena, Chains, which Love is it. an absolute banger. And then also Sylvester. My mum had a Sylvester album in her car she would pump that wow. so that was funky groovy times again groovy groovy really get into this that disco-y 70s 80s type of groove grooving that's moving. what we we're saying before yeah definitely grooving and grooving is so important just good groove the song should serve leg groove above all else you know <laughs> the groove gods groove require sacrifice regularly you know yes <laughs> You must sacrifice the song to the group. Please. <laughs> you have to. It's so important. Where there's a good little bit of bass, you know, good little bit of percussion. Percussion is pretty important, and I think it's the drummer in me um, mm-hmm. to get that. Yeah, I don't know. It's just that's something that I really look for these days in music, you know. Cool. Good percussion, just good, some good beats, you know. Yeah. Were there any other tracks that you kind of had lined up before you picked the Sealy Dan song? Yeah, look, um, there's, there's so many. I think that my criteria really, when I was thinking about it, was long songs. Like I think you need another really great song, which um, Talking Heads, um, mm-hmm. um, This Must Be The Place. That's Of course. That's oh, my <laughs> God. Really wholesome, very summery song. David Byrne, like, you know, oh, I want to be. I want to be. Sing it to my mouth. <laughs> you know, it's just, he's, he's such, the weirdness <laughs> is. There you go. And, like, who would have thought, like, basically a drum machine, a flute, and, like, a mild yodel could combine together to such a fantastic... A tamed yodel. A tamed yodel, that's the only way. Forget tame impala, it's tame yodel. Yeah, yeah. Next song is good. Tamed yodel on the stage, everybody. Yeah. But so definitely that song um, is definitely up there. Um yeah, maybe maybe Jimi Hendrix as well too. Like I love, cool. but I figured it was too long to put in like um, Voodoo Child, um, mm-hmm. the really long one. That's like the fifteen okay. minute song, but that is just amazing. Yeah, you know. But there's something about this Sometimes, song that just mm. that you know, Steely Dan one that just won out over all the others. Yeah, I don't think I think sometimes longer songs. They take you, take, oh, it sounds so dumb, but it takes you, like, more on a journey, journey. I guess. Journey, dude. Like, there's this Shania, oh, my God, no, not Shania Twain. What? <laughs> a Shania Connor. Shania Twain. <laughs> That's but there's um it. her song, Troy. How long is Troy? But it's like the most beautiful. I think it's like seven minutes or something. But yeah. it's genuinely such an amazing. It tells a story. Yeah, and no, they have to tell a story. That's what music's meant to do. 
I'm always fascinated as well by the power of music to like really bring back memories. And don't they say mm. that, that like smells and music are more powerful in stimulating your memory than photographs are even. So like sometimes sure. I'll listen to that song and it's just crazy how powerful that is. Mm-hmm. Um, that feeling, how it can just, you know, whoosh, take you back there. Yeah, so spooky, literally taking you back. It is spooky. Even like that Talking head song, like, I really got into that song on my gap year in like 2017. Mm-hmm. But it was like this, even like the those specific like couple of months where I just solely, I don't know, I think I also have a pretty good memory as well. So maybe I'm more able to connect those two together but yeah it's just really very vivid very um present yeah definitely takes you back to that time but good bit of yodeling just you know who can who can say no to a good yeah bit of no i think well he has so many there's so many other songs that are silly and like yodely and oh i forgot something about the city wait let me look it up Talking. so many good ones but yeah, I'm also I, I'm City of Dreams. Oh, no. I can City of Dreams. Yeah, I was also going to choose maybe a Velvet Underground song. Um, oh, okay, cool. Like Oh Sweet Nothing. That's another long song that I love. That's really really good. Yeah. Uh huh. There's something about long songs, and I was always yeah. I never really got long songs until I listened to the Steely Dan one. But yeah, definitely now. Just gets the groove started and the groove going. So I was maybe yeah. thinking about a Velvet Underground song as well because they're nice slow burner. Nice slow burn, yeah. Mm. And the solo in that song, "Oh Sweet Nothing," is like yeah, two and a half minutes long. Like it's massive. Mm. Definitely keeps going and going and going, <laughs> going, going, going. Well, I think. Did you have any last remarks about the song other than that people should go check it out, have a listen? Yeah, yeah. go and listen to it um, because if you don't, I will find you and make you listen to it personally. So wow. It's a bit aggressive, but... Um, no, that was... You should definitely listen to it. <laughs> You're passionate about it. <laughs> I'm very passionate about it. Come on, man! Come on, just... <laughs> Bang your Come on, man! Get it to man! Let's get it to man! But people really do need to listen to it, and people need to put it on more at parties, and people need to just pump up those streams, you know? For um, sure. In memory of Vine Dan fans, you know? Mm-hmm. But it is definitely. We're a, we're a select um, few. Yeah, it's, it's definitely great. Like, uh, it, it's just. In its purest form, it's just groove. And I know I've been coming back to that, but it's just cool <laughs> groove and unironically positive vibes. <laughs> well, on that note, thank Jake you so out. much, Jake. Jake out. Zoom ends. <laughs> Zoom ends. Your call has been disconnected. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jake, for coming on Getting Higgy With It and sharing your oh, favourite song. I've had such you, a Gloria. pleasure. Thank and you for coming on my show time. today. This <gasps> was fantastic to have you on as well. No worries. That is totally... Yeah, we're doing a collab today. A collab show. Is, yeah. 
We're actually live on air on Jake's end, and I'm yep. recording yep. my audio. That's right, two triple R eight point five. This is driving you home, youth jukebox. Send us a text you, or call in. We're gonna be vibing here this Sunday. We're gonna be vibing here. What's kicking off your vibes this Friday night? Oh, Let us right. know. Call us in. And thank you, fabulous listener, for once again tuning in to another episode of Getting Higgy With It. I had a very silly and chaotic time <laughs> recording with Jake. And yeah, it's a really groovy tune, the Steely Dan song. So go check it out if you have the chance to. And yeah, Jake just literally asked me to come on the show and we kind of had discussed it and then we made it happen. And I want to extend that invitation to anybody who had a song in mind or a movie or a TV show, it really doesn't matter. I'm just keen to talk to people. Um, so if you wanted to get in contact, probably through Instagram would be the best way. I'll have a link. I have our username in the description of this of this episode. But our Instagram handle is time underscore two underscore get underscore higgy underscore. And yeah, that is all from me this week. Have a wonderful day or evening or afternoon. Remember to drink plenty of water, check in with your friends and look after yourself. Bye.